Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Kids, I'm going to tell you an incredible story. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. It's going to be legend. Wait for it. Jerry. Expectum. I am no Jedi. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Assemble. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Carbonite Crew Show, and today we're here from a Marvel MCU review because there's a Marvel movie out, and I'm so excited to talk about it. I feel mm-hmm, like it's been forever mm-hmm. since there's been a Marvel movie. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk about Love and Thunder, which is maybe one day we'll get to that. It was, yeah, it was a busy time. Um, but welcome in, everybody. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe so you get you know notifications for all our awesome videos. And if you're listening Bring to podcasts, make sure you also subscribe yes ring that bell and leave a five-star review if you're on the podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but let's 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 get into it we got a uh, black panther wakanda it. forever uh i was excited going into this movie there was a lot of you know hype around it obviously a lot of you know sadness and everything with with chadwick passing a few years ago but mm-hmm. that didn't stop them from you know going full in on this movie yeah um I guess let's just get into like some first impressions like did you have like what did you i guess think just generally like after you left, like kind of just some some thoughts. Yeah. So my my first my first thought with the movie is I don't know if I missed it, but apparently I had no idea what the plot of that movie was going to be. Because as soon as I saw Mer people, I was like, <laughs> What movie am I at? I have I had no idea <laughs> that that was like going to happen. Um I did I just didn't know what's what's the guy's name? I already I'm I already forget. No more. We've been no waiting more. for no more forever, man. Yeah. We've been did we know? Like, did you know he was going to be in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. They the he was he was very much in the trailers and stuff. Like he was set up to be the villain. Hmm. And, and this is I will say like I know Shane, uh, one of the friends of the show. He's been on before. He he went in completely trailerless. Like he knew no more was in it, but he didn't like want to know anything. But I'm not surprised. I guess that. You maybe didn't catch that because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I really feel like they only name dropped him like maybe once in the trailers. I also like I think I only I didn't watched the trailer like one time. So that's uh, fair. I think I just forgot it all. But anyway, so my first impression is like I had no idea this was going to happen, um, but I was kind of into it. I thought the uh, the people were creepy looking. But other than that, man, the underwater city was super cool. 
definitely got some Phantom Menace vibes there <laughs> of the uh, the Gungan, no Gungan city, you know. Time. But uh, obviously, it worked out a little bit different than that movie did. So, <laughs> but I enjoyed yeah, it. I got major I really uh, good time. Good. I'm glad. I yeah, I was excited. You know, we uh, it was cool. I went with uh, my friend Shane. Like I said, he's been on the podcast before. Um, me and him have seen a lot of Marvel movies together, but this is the first one we've seen in like years. I think I probably mm-hmm. before the pandemic. So wow. we were excited for it. Um, I, you know, I'm going to call him out. He might have fallen asleep during the movie at one point. No, wow. It, it was it was a long day. You know, this was a weekday. We're adults and it was a weekday and it, it, That's fair. weekdays That's are fair. tiring. You know, it was a very long movie. It, it was. It was like, what, two and a half hours and it. So off the top of my head, like it kind of dragged a little bit. Not yeah, in terms I don't think of like it, it all that. It was. It wasn't like boring, right? So I'm not saying it was boring, but I was saying it just felt like there was a lot of like slower moments or stuff mm-hmm. that just maybe we could have cut it or maybe we could have just moved past a different it a way. Faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of uh, General Ross stuff that I liked, but it kind of maybe there was too much of it or a few mm-hmm. scenes that I yeah. definitely would have probably gotten rid of. Uh-huh. Um, there's just a lot. There's a lot going of, on in that movie. So it's hard to like throw other little things mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. And they had to rewrite this movie. I believe mm-hmm. after Chadwick passed, they, they did have to rewrite this movie. So I think they did the best they could with what they had and, and the time yeah. they had, you know, only a few years mm-hmm. to it's a Marvel movie. I imagine it takes more than a few years to write and, and do all of that for each idea they have. So coming in and just throwing a whole new idea in um, making, you know, maybe side characters or secondary characters, the main characters in them like that's yeah. that's a tall ask, especially in this universe that's already established mm-hmm. um, and that you, you want to hit home run on with every movie. Uh, but it was good. It wasn't a bad movie by any means. It definitely had a lot of live, a lot to live up to, in terms of just what it had to deliver. Um, the first Black Panther movie is phenomenal, right? It's such it's a good so, movie. It's revolutionary. So, so it's trailblazing movie. And then, so you have to tackle that, and then you also have to tackle or address, you know, Chadwick passing. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to do that, you know, in the movie, but also, and they did a great job of honoring him honoring T'Challa and the Black Panther in the movie mm-hmm. while also yeah. honoring Chadwick himself in real yeah. life. Like, I think they did yeah. a phenomenal job at that. I think so too. I, I agree. Um, I, I, it's hard. It's like, man, it was just sad watching it without him. I think like, I think they made a good movie and I'm excited about the, like where they're moving forward with it. But man, it was sad. It was sad to sit there and be like this guy who was, from on all accounts, like an awesome human being, a really good actor, mm-hmm. and one of the like better Marvel characters in general, like more interesting and more like enjoyable. It's like, oh, we lost him. We don't we don't have him back, and it's hard to sit and be like, yeah. It's it's just something that you had to kind of work through while it, you're watching the movie. I think it's like it's just a sad. Yeah, moment, you know? I watched. Um, I watched. So sad. I watched Civil War the other day. And mm-hmm. it was just on TV, so I threw it on while I was working on some stuff. And it was the part where, you know, he shows up. I think it was just, or where did he just, like, first showed up? You know, they were doing the meetings in, in yep. Germany or wherever they were at. And, it, you know, it got me a little bit. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It, it hit me. It definitely hit me. Um, you know, because he was, like you said, amazing person, amazing human being. I've never heard anyone say one bad thing about him. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. actor. 
Um, you know, while he was sick, he was visiting kids in the hospital. You know, like it's just it's those kind mm-hmm. of things um, that are missed and were missed from this movie. You know, yeah. his presence. Um, Absolutely. And I'm just going to jump into what what we loved about this movie. And I just want to start and I'm sure you have it on your list, but like that the Marvel opening sequence, right? Mm, uh, yes. where it was all Chadwick. It was all Black Panther mm-hmm. and it was purple. And I will say there's been a lot of cool moments while seeing in a, a Marvel movie in the theaters that I've, I've been a part of and that I've been able to experience. But there was something truly like magical or special because that crawl started and it felt like I was in the room alone. That's how quiet it was. Because mm-hmm. the the seek the opening sequence itself is silent. There's no music or anything behind it, right? And I've never heard a theater that quiet. Like I didn't hear yeah. chewing. Yep. I didn't hear anybody move. There was like no I like nothing. Like it was weird mm-hmm. how silent it was. Yeah. It was and there was actually that happened twice. It happened twice during the movie that I the showing I was in that and then the mid credit scene. But it was just. I felt it like that was the moment that got me at first. I was like, Oh my gosh. Cause I think the funeral scene was right before that. If I'm not mistaken, like that whole thing, I think that was, before yes. The yep. I believe so. Yeah. Cause like, the first thing sad, that happens but, is, like, is Shuri trying to, mm, to find the cure. I don't know if Letitia writes that that was her genuine like reactions, you know, while filming it, but that line where she's like, when Angela Bassett comes in, right. And, and tells mm-hmm. Shuri, like, He's gone. Like, I just like that scene. I feel like to film had to be so hard on them. Mm-hmm. Cast, crew, everybody. I just yeah can't imagine. Ooh. And in the mid credit scene, post credit scene, whatever you want to call it in this movie, like, I imagine those were genuine reactions, like her crying mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, that's I was thinking that, too. Or, um, the the kind of like burning of the, the funeral clothes. I'm sure that was like a real genuine like. Yeah. Oh, so hard. It's What'd pretty. It was raw. Uh, what did I love? Uh, it's funny you meant you I mentioned it. Yeah, it was. It was sad, but I thought they did a good job, like you said, of honoring him and really just like, like not not ignoring it and not pretending it wasn't like a huge blow to the MCU and to like, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that from like a business standpoint, but from like a right. Oh, that hurts. It hurts not to have him. Um. But you actually, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but what I, one of the things that stuck out the most to me and that I was super impressed with was Angela Bassett. Her performance uh, in this movie, I was taken aback by some of the scenes that she was like the kind of lead in. I was just super, super impressed. I don't remember her having like a huge role in the first one. Obviously she was around and doing stuff, but my goodness, like the scene in the, in the courtroom at the very beginning I was, I was watching that movie with my wife and she kind of drops that hammer is like, we don't hide our, you know, whatever. We don't hide vibramium because it's dangerous. We hide it because you're dangerous. The like vitriol in her voice. And it's just like, my goodness, she is just killing this. And then I think the like bouncing between like really angry, really sad, sad and angry, but like still staying and determined to like do her role and, and, play the part that she needed to play even that conversation with with namor like on the beach where it's like she like man i thought she knocked it out of the park that that, That was one of the that was one of the like standout things to me that i was just like she kept me in that movie i think a lot of times where it was just like 
I'm blown away by how she's playing this role. The scene where I never remember how to pronounce it. Okoye. Okoye is it Okoye? Okoye. Yep. The scene where Okoye comes back after Shiri Mm. and Ironheart get mm-hmm. taken by Namor and yep. dude Angela Bassett's like when she like like you said that scene she leads that scene yes. it's just like the pain but also uh-huh. leading at the same time and the mm-hmm. anger and the sadness and like all of it and sh- you felt it I felt that scene yeah I, that, that was one of my, my favorite scenes because I'm just like oh my gosh like what do you do in a situation like that because mm-hmm. I caught myself in that moment like wow like that's your best warrior in your country but at the same time, like she and did like a, mess up like that bad. Yeah. Yeah. But she messed up that bad that you do almost have to maybe make that decision and mm-hmm. say like, no, yep. like, yeah, you, yeah. But you can't. It's it was. It's that so one hard. Was, yeah. That one was hard. But yeah, you're right. She she was amazing. Um, another thing I loved in this movie, like I like I mentioned before, was this Ross and his like role in it because he was such a big part of the first one and they saved mm-hmm. his life. And yep. The way they've integrated him into the MCU, especially via Black Panther movies, like has been awesome. Yeah. But we see Val show up, played by Julia Lewis Dreyfus, who showed up in the Hawkeye series, um, or in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series first. We see her show up. She reveals like that her and Ross like were married at one point, which was <laughs> wild. I, it was funny. I remember I was in the theater, I go, Are you what? Like I was just I was so taken back. I think I was the only one in the theater that like like was so shocked. I don't know why, yeah, but I was like, "Oh my that's god!" That's hilarious. Um, I love, I love, him. Good I love that character. That. Mm-hmm. He's so good. It's funny because like a lot of people see him as Bilbo, uh-huh. and um, obviously from you know the Hobbit movies. But yep. it's funny because I started watching the Office UK version a few uh, like a year or so ago. I'm uh-huh. like, so that's what I think about now is him in that. Oh, is he in that? What I didn't realize that. Yeah, he I just think Jim's of him character in that. Oh, that's so funny. He's, he's I think of him as Watson. Yeah. Oh, in uh, Sherlock? Sherlock Holmes. Uh huh. That I have. It's been years since I've like watched that. Man, that was good. I, we I need to rewatch that because it's not. There's not a lot to it, but it was so good. Yeah. Oh, Killmonger. I loved Killmonger. Killmonger mm-hmm. was in this yep, movie. That was great. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I was um, super. I'm shocked. assuming. I'm assuming he came back because Chadwick passed. They were like, let's bring him in for the. Because it was when Sherry took the, when she made the, the mm-hmm. what do you call that? The little plant. The, the, the stuff. Yep. The little plant. She made that with her 3D printer. I don't, they should have like thrown up a link or something to that because <laughs> that stuff, that's an amazing printer, but <laughs> 15% off. Yeah. It was cool that she did that. And she gets, she, she goes to the um, ancestral plane. So she yep, goes to the ancestral is. plane. And she sees Killmonger, and you're supposed to be visiting. And I honestly, when that, when that happened, I kind of thought we might see like maybe a silhouette of of like Chadwick, and maybe we were gonna hear like a voiceover, mm. like maybe of lines they never used yeah. or something. Um, I was holding back the tears in a few few different times last night watching that movie. I won't lie. Parts that made me tear up were definitely that opening crawl, and then um, that that mid credit scene. Oh me. yeah, I don't um, even want to talk about that. That definitely got me. <laughs> don't even want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> yes, um, but it's cool to see Killmonger back. It kind of it really set up the story, right? Or like I think so too. The yeah, and yeah. where she, he's like, hey, I know you're you're doing this, you know, for revenge, which was his yeah. whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was revenge. Yep. You're not doing it to be noble and to be proud, mm-hmm. like 
yeah. your, your country. You're doing it for yourself. I did and didn't like. It was kind of weird. Like, it felt like a weird route to take, but at the same time, I get it. I guess we can call that one of the things I didn't love was kind of that. And they tried to set it up the whole movie where she's like, I'm going to burn the world to the ground. Like, because she's so mad and distraught. Yeah. Because yep. of her brother passing. Um, and it can lead people to, you know, dark places and stuff. And the MCU, I don't I don't know what happened to Kevin Feige in the last like five years, but like <laughs> I feel for you, dude, because this whole like like all like Thor has just lost everybody and we've had to deal with that. This um, it's people dealing with loss. It's just kind of everything. It's mm-hmm. just people dealing with loss, which yeah. is an awesome subject. I like that that I love that they're touching on, but. I hope phase five is a little like slighter on that subject because, you know, just just give me the big bad again, Um, (laughs) which when you look at it, it's cool that phase one, phase one through three, I guess you got your overarching thing is like big bad villain. And the last like phase has been kind of like introspection and Mm, looking mm -hmm. like these heroes looking in on themselves and stuff like that, Um, which is cool. Cool dynamic. But when Kang gets here, get, give me the chaos. Give me all yeah. the Kang yeah. ass. Uh, Can I nope. copyright that? Nope. Nope. That sounds didn't stupid. It sounded stupid, didn't yep. it? Definitely. Yeah, we He's should right probably just close it out for the night. Yeah, we should just call it. Yeah. So you guys just called it. Something you didn't love about Wakanda forever. Something I did not love. Oh man. Um, I thought some of the I'm gonna have a hard time giving like super specific examples. But I thought the pacing was a little a little funky for me in some places. And, and I think what that comes down to is I think there were just some things they spent time on that didn't need it. You know, like, yep. oh, there was a lot to put in that movie. There's a lot to introduce and get started and like a lot of origin and a lot of new stuff. And like you, you have to reconcile like Chadwick not being there and, and all of that kind of coming into play. I think that they could have maybe just cut out some of the extra stuff from this movie and then spent a little bit more time with Shuri's storyline. I think would have been would have been helpful for me because I think I just had a hard time really like following her character development throughout it. I, I get it and I got it and it wasn't bad by any means, but I think they could have done a little bit more with her specifically. Like one of the first things she mentions in the in the movie is like, that they don't need a black Panther anymore. Right. Like she, she talks to her mom about that. I was like, we don't need a black Panther. We don't need that because it's this relic of an idea. Like we can, we can defend ourselves in other ways, but then at the end, she just kind of like was like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll just be the black Panther. (laughs) Like I I thought, go ahead. It almost felt like, obviously she was, I think a lot, cause I don't think these, that idea of like, we don't need a black Panther. It's, I don't feel Mm -hmm. like that would be, take necessarily and i think you know we get that because of the pain she's feeling she just wants to forget about it and ignore it Mm -hmm. and that's where it is but i almost wish they would have been a little more on the nose with that Mm -hmm. which i'm typically not a huge on the nose person but like in an instance like this where he passed away did happen we had to address that it was a huge loss yeah i think we needed to more on the nose with like i'm hurting we don't need this and then there should have been a moment Maybe with her and her mom, her mom just like straight up calls her out for it. Like you're hurting. Mm. This is why you don't think that you this yeah. isn't actually what you think. And you're just ignoring the problem, like some kind of conversation in that light. 
Yeah. And then maybe she rejects it at first. And then after her mom passes, then she kind of has that moment to herself where she's saying she kind of she's remembering that conversation. She's like, she's right. Like, it is me rejecting it because of my pain and yeah. my loss and my yeah. sadness. Yeah. And we do need a Black Panther because that is what that is what T'Challa would have wanted. Mm-hmm. I think that just would have it would have felt a little more like, oh, OK. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, I yeah, I completely agree. I think that something like that would have been nice for like how that that whole storyline felt and that arc felt, I think it would have been just a little cleaner, a little smoother for me. Not a big, yeah, gripe, just, a, I will just a little thing. You know, every movie has like a message or or like an over or underlying theme or message yeah. or something, right? Like I got the message. I got what it was, but it was funny because after her and Namora battling, he doesn't or she doesn't kill him. And they and they fly back in while everyone is on the ship fighting still. And they come back in like side by side. And they're like, stop fighting. They're like, we're good. Everyone go home. My only thought was like, so the message of this movie is you're just telling me sometimes you just got to fight it out. That says all. <laughs> sometimes, man, you just got you just got to do it. Growing up as like a guy, you hear that a lot. Just fight it out. You'll be fine. Like you hear that a lot. <laughs> and then you, you see this movie and you're like, oh, OK, so that is what they mean. Just fight it out. I mean, maybe they went a little too far, but but that's it. <laughs> that's, I'm just like, OK, I love too. they just kind of like that whole scene that that scene did kind of fall short for me a little bit because they were just kind of like it was weird. It's over. It's like, you know how many people just got killed? A whole bunch of people right? just died. And we're just going to oh, be like, oh, yeah, cool. And another thing was with um, Okoye and the um, the Submariner like warrior, mm-hmm. like they kept the whole movie. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened? That did deliver. I felt like I just got oh, like, you're right. Fell yep. off. The last one yeah. they have is they're on the ship and they do it and you maybe see a minute of them fighting and then nothing happens. You're right. Um, I, th- I forgot that they didn't like resolve that. Also, just going to point out there, there's like at the very end, you see the scene where there's like that little group of Wakandan soldiers. And then, like, they're surrounded by all the fish people, right? Well, when they zoom into that little group of Wakandan soldiers, it's just, like, all of the primary characters. <laughs> like, okay. Like, that's... That's it. <laughs> how cool... Like, what a coincidence. The only people that survived you know what this are the... Done? So, there's only a mid-credit scene. There's, like, there's only one, surprisingly, right? Uh-huh. What they should have done is the mid-credit scene should have been the post-credit scene. Like, after you stay for an hour and a half. Okay. And the mid-credit scene, where you're only there half an hour, that should have uh-huh. been like the warrior that was like fighting Okoye the whole time, not be okay with it or something. Yep. And maybe you kind of see that setup happen. You know what I mean? Because I honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, it wasn't even a post-credit scene. It was just like the end of the film where Namor's with um, his one of the girls that's on his like army, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's like, "Why did you like?" surrender blah 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 like we had him and then he gets into this whole like everyone's against wakanda and we'll be on wakanda's side and Mm -hmm. then they'll need our help and so it it still felt like he was a villain so he had no dynamic character development in Mm. the aspect of he was about to die and he even we even get that flashback of him as a kid and his mom you get the impression that he's having that like come to moment mm-hmm. that Shuri is having at the same time. And he, he does say like, she let me live. She had a reason to kill me. But then yeah. he gives that, that line about like, they'll need us. Like it just still sounded like, yeah, it was just kind of like, but so we'll, his, but his we'll whole... get them. Right. We'll yeah. get them. It, mm-hmm. it was weird. I didn't, yeah. 
get it. It felt it just felt weird. Is Namor going to be like one of the primary villains in the MCU moving forward or just in the Black Panther series moving forward? I don't know because I don't know a lot about him. So like, I feel like I maybe can't talk okay. on that subject a lot. So maybe he just kind of plays like walks that line and is a little all, all over the place. I don't know how I felt about the mid credit scene, post credit scene. OK, I what liked it? it. Like, was it too on the nose with the whole him having a son named T'Challa thing? Like uh, maybe, of them trying to be maybe. like T'Challa will still go on. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know. I'm mixed on. It's one of those. It's probably one of those like things I'll go back and forth on over the yeah. years. My guess is it won't like impact but, any plots moving forward. It'll just kind of right. be like a, a feel good thing. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second, for half a second, I would have absolutely lost it had this happened. When they show Shuri crying, she burns a thing. And then you see Nakia and her son come into the back of the frame. They're really blurry. They come. You see him come to the back mm-hmm. of the frame. I thought just for a split second, I was like, holy crap. Is the whole like cast going to come into this? Like, is it going to be a meta moment where it's not part of the movie? Mm. But like they filmed it and like yeah. they kind of all come together to honor him. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I thought. That would have been kind of cool. That would have got me. It, I mean, this movie does a great job of honoring Chadwick and the legacy yeah. of Black Panther mm-hmm. and everything. I, like, think so too. I, I think it does a great job at that. Do you think there will be a Black Panther 3? Yes. I do think so. It's funny because a lot of people wanted her to be the next Black Panther after Chadwick died. Mm-hmm. They didn't want him to recast him or anything. Because I think that yeah. was a rumor that they were going to do that for a while. Okay. It was recast. And they wanted her to do it. And I don't have a problem with her doing it. I think she does a great job. I thought she was badass, you know, in all the Avenger movies and the first Black mm-hmm. Panther. But, like, it was one of those things. And maybe it's me as a fan just still, like coping and having a hard time with him being gone. Mm-hmm. yeah hard to accept i guess that it, i don't i don't know like it was it's hard to explain but yeah i i could see it going either way but it feels like they it's almost like they got a whole new superhero right like and chances are they'll probably and i think honestly like i think this movie will do so well in the theaters mm-hmm. like it was packed when we went on yeah. Saturday night. Like I just think it's going to do really well. And so they're going to, there's no reason they won't make another one. I would imagine. That's true. So maybe phase, uh, phase five or something, or I mean, yeah. like phase six or seven. They'll mm-hmm. do, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Phase six or seven. I know. Right. <laughs> crazy. Well, one thing I was going to say um, about the, the mid credit scene, just to kind of wrap up, I think one of the important things that it can do moving forward is it gives Shuri some hope and then something to be fighting for as the Black Panther because before that all of her family's gone yeah like what's her motivation you know what I mean she's not she's not the queen she's not in charge her family's gone well she is the queen she is the queen okay I thought that the whole Mbaku so, scene at the end was kind of the point was like hey we need a ruler let's figure this out maybe because Namor said like you're queen now like get your affairs in order Mm-hmm. like leader people because he makes yeah. that comment after yeah that's a good point Ramonda dies so i don't know i guess we'll find out maybe we're not supposed to exactly know yeah that's a good point that's kind of what i was thinking but that is it just kind of gives her something to like just a reason to to kind of keep pushing and keep doing keep doing the black panther thing otherwise it might just be easy to be like mm-hmm. well somebody else can do this and let's go do my black panther things what would you uh what would you rate this movie <laughs> one to ten i i think i'm in the like six and a half ish seven ish range it's above average like it was better than like an average movie i think there were things that i would have 
wish they would have done a little bit differently. And even from like a rewatchability standpoint, this one feels hard to go back and, and watch again more than one other time because it's so long and I just don't know how much of it is going to be is going to hit really well a second time, if that makes sense. But I, but I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, I, think I, I really did. I, I know walking out, I gave it a seven. I'd probably go seven and a half just overall, okay. uh, especially with what it had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And and it did a good job with, with yeah. everything it had. We'll see over time what payoffs we get, how it how things opened up. Things just age really well. Uh-huh. And like sometimes yeah. you get payoffs later where it makes stuff in that movie just better because, and that's the thing with the MCU is there's things put into these movies that you're not supposed to either a understand mm-hmm. or to even notice until later. And I'm sure there's, I'm, I'd almost guarantee that there's stuff in this movie like that. So we'll see. I would just, like I said, it's probably solid seven, seven and a half. As you point out, I like to be gracious with my ratings. So <laughs> <laughs> you like are, positivity. you are a positive person. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. So where does this leave us? In the MCU, this was, I did not realize this until today, putting notes together. This uh-huh. was the last movie of phase four. Oh, I wow. No idea. Really? Technically, we still have the holiday special, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, so they could very well mm-hmm. do something huge in that. But movie-wise, it was the last one. And I say that surprised, and I hear in your voice you're surprised too, until you actually look at the list of everything in phase four and realize, holy crap, there's so much in phase four already. Uh-huh. Like, WandaVision, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, oh, geez, Miss Marvel, yeah. Falcon, Winter Soldier. Those are just the TV series. Oh my goodness. Or Moon Eternals, I forgot about Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, Love Holy and Thunder. Poop. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That's a ton, <laughs> Black Widow. A ton of movies. Moon Knight. The I first forgot about film? Moon Knight. You forgot about Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight, dude. How could you? Oh, it was so good. It's just like I forgot that it happened. <laughs> Do you realize... Phase four started with Black Widow. You're like, oh my God, I forgot about Black Widow. Black Widow has been out not even a year and a half. No. It, what year is it? 2022? It says it came out July 9th of 2021. Is that right? It feels way longer. What? That was that when it was right. in theaters? Well, it came out like streaming theaters. It was weird because then Shang-Chi came out a few months after that. And Turtles was right after that. And that was September, November. And it does track because wow. I saw a thing the other day online saying like happy one year to Eternals. And I'm like, it feels like it's been way longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It feels like it's been way Crazy. longer for that. Like how long did phase one and two last? Like phase four is a year and a half. Are we we'll sure? Are we sure five. we didn't get blipped? Did we get blipped? Don't do this to me. Just for like a Don't. year. You know what I mean? Or wait, no. We very well might have. I don't know. Did we everyone else get blipped? Is that how that would have to work? Anyway. That seems impossible because we watched. Here's the thing. I watched I watched Eternals way after it came out. I remember I was like, this movie's been out forever and I'm just now watching it. And it's been months since I watched it. So I would think that it would have been longer than a year ago. That's what I'm saying. But whatever. I don't know. I was like, I watched it a year ago and it it had been out for a year already. Something (laughs) happened. Yeah. Huh. Something definitely happened. That was the last movie of Phase 4. The next movie um, is Phase 5. I don't know if there's a show between... There's no shows that I know starting before that, but the next one will be Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And, well, I mean, we already got a trailer for it, so that's coming. That's coming out in February, dude. So, I mean, we're talking two months. Wow. Yeah. Three months, right? Yep. Good math. Uh, K- Kang is coming. Thank you. Kang is coming. 
Excuse me. And there's a dude. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for that movie. That looks like fun. I just can't believe we're getting Kang. He is the Thanos. He is the big bad villain of of the multiverse saga, right? Let's introduce him in an Ant Man movie. Who would have ever thought? I know, right? (laughs) Well, he got introduced uh, in the Loki show, technically. Ah, so as you, you you just you just fed right into what I was gonna say. Oh my so gosh! So Shane said the exact same thing. Shane said that he's like, "Well, we got him." Like, no, we didn't. That was a completely different character. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a completely different character. That was he who shall not be named, and not Voldemort, but it was a variant of Kang. He even says he's like, "I'm the nice guy," and he got killed. That's a different <clears throat> character, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Variant. Oh. Total side note before we get out of here on the Black Panther talk, but like mutants were just introduced into the MCU confirmed. Did you catch that? Right. He he said that word and I was just like, oh, ding, ding, ding. There it is. He said, I was, I'm a mutant. There it is. Boom. I feel like the X-Men will get their own. We'll get through the King and then we'll get X-Men. Yes. I 100% agree with that. So what do we have for phase five? Ant-Man the Wasp followed by Guardians of the Galaxy. A few months later in May, which would be awesome. Can't wait to see mm-hmm. who all dies because someone's going to die in that. We already know. We have the Marvels in July. We'll get there when we get there. Yep. And then we have uh, in May of the next year. So I'm guessing there's a bunch of TV shows after that. Um, yeah. Captain America, New World Order. We're going to see that sick outfit um, that you probably haven't even seen because you still haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that is correct. I mean, whatever. Um, still not digging the name New World Order because all I think about is Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall. From the NWO, New World Order, NWCW, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Then we got Thunderbolts movie in July of 24, and that's all of Phase 5, excluding TV shows. How does Black Panther set up the future? I have no idea. There's been a lot of stuff in this. It might not. There's been a lot of stuff in this Phase 4 where it just kind of feels like they're their own things. Yeah. Eternals. Spider-Man and Doctor Strange really went together. Yeah. Other than that, like Black Widow was its own thing. Eternals was its own thing. Shang-Chi, that was an intro movie. I don't remember it really setting up a lot. Um, This is kind of our new phase one, really, when you think about it, too, for the multiverse saga. So I guess it does kind of make sense. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it'll all start to tie in and start to feel they're going to start bringing these things together, I would think, and bringing these characters into the same because that's the biggest thing is like we've not seen any movie that has like there's not been an Avengers or like a civil war where there's, you know, 15 different heroes in it or whatever. And there's so many heroes out there now. You ever think about how many there are with all the shows and all the movies? It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. There's a lot of them. Damn and I just wonder. Moon Knight. Mo- mm-hmm. I, just, I can't get over the fact that there's this like demigod Moon Knight just walking around just doing mm-hmm. his thing. Just chilling. Yep. Yep. While the world goes to hell. I don't know it's weird, but which I don't even know if that's confirmed that that's part of the MCU. Right. That's so back and forth, but and um, I, I wonder that too, like where they're gonna just gonna have stuff that's kind of like its own thing, or they're gonna have like here's our main series, but also here's this other thing off to the side where we're doing and bringing a few things together. That's like they know. did with Daredevil years and years mm-hmm. ago and Punisher. Like they they would reference real things in movies, but they never it was just their own like thing. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a theory. Like what you said, there's so many heroes. There's so mm-hmm. many things going on in the world. Like, 
why wouldn't they all jump in to help? Or is Moon Knight just walking around being a demigod, like changing into things? Like, what is happening, right? Yeah. What if this being the multiverse saga? What if we find out in like phase six before we get to Avengers, or maybe we find out in the first Avengers movie, since there's two coming out within a year of each other? Maybe we find out everything we've been watching has all been different universes everywhere. It's totally possible. So like the Black Widow we saw is not in the same universe as the Spider-Man No Way Home. You know, the Shang-Chi is not in the same universe as as Black Panther right now. Mm-hmm. And we're, I mean, because we're getting the Avenger movie in a few years, not not the Kang Dynasty, but Secret Wars, mm-hmm. Secret Invasion, Secret Wars, Secret Wars, like, the whole com- the whole comic book arc is that all these heroes are getting brought to a planet like to fight to the death from different like universes. Uh-huh. Yeah. What if that's exactly what it is? And we find out this is all because it makes everything flow better, too. That's the reason there's so many different heroes, because it's just different universes. They mm-hmm. like Some don't have the Avengers. Some do. Some don't have mutants. Some do. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be cool. That would be it needs to be like a twist. It needs to be like a huge revelation at the end of like the first Avengers movie, the King Dynasty. Mm -hmm. That needs to be the end. Yep. Oh, man. That would be wild. That's so cool. (laughs) Such a cool thought. And that is an MCU payoff. (laughs) Yeah, that that is. That's how you like. This is always always a part of the plan and bring it all together. Part of the plan. Listen up, Star Wars and DC. Part of the plan. Okay, so what we like to do on this show, we're trying to incorporate it more. We like to take listener questions. So follow us on social media, IG, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. the places. We usually ask, you know, the day of the show or a few days before the show, if you've got any questions about our next topic, drop them. And so we're going to try to oh, answer yeah. a few. Let's get into the first question. Um, I believe this is actually from Fez. He commented on one of the posts. Yep. And he said, if you had to choose between villains with a purpose or an anti-hero type, shout out to T-Swift, anti-hero type villain, which would you prefer? When it comes to villains, I like villains like with a purpose. I love anti-heroes, don't get me wrong, but they're one of those character types. Or they have to be strategically placed because it's mm-hmm. real easy to get out of hand with anti-heroes, and then it's just real, it's just a lot. Like Deadpool, right? He's an anti-hero. But like, you mm. can't have a bunch of those running around because then you lose the whole like good versus evil thing. Yep. Which is, I mean, from a real world standpoint, is how it is most of the time, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of morals yeah. and just a lot of gray area. But when it comes to like superhero movies or just classic storytelling, you need good versus bad. So it's really easy to get carried away if you have too many antiheroes and hard, mm. hard to kind of, I think, distinct. So yeah. I like villains with a purpose, you know, Thanos in phase one, even Loki, you know, he drew, he, he, he rode that line, but he was still always had his purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he wanted power he wanted per he literally says i think for glorious purpose i i could be wrong but i feel like he said that he oh he was always there and that's that's why he's one of the best villains uh, i'm trying to think of good villains even killmonger one of the best villains right he wanted revenge he wanted he wanted the yeah. throne he had a purpose so that's kind of where <clears throat> i stand on it okay yeah yeah i like both you know what i mean i am a bit of a sucker for an anti-hero though i won't lie i love when characters are morally gray and when there is like a that dynamic of not fully understanding like is this a good guy or a bad guy and even it's it's almost like the recognition of like life isn't that easy to to like separate Mm. and distinguish between things we're just gonna follow somebody who has an interesting story right and like let's just give interesting characters and just see what happens with it 
I won't lie. I'm a bit of a sucker for an anti-hero. I love me a good, like, a uh, bad guy, good guy story. I do. <laughs> question number two. I don't know if this is actually a question or if I just came up with it because I actually don't remember reading this. It might have been Fez's, <laughs> the second half of Fez's question, I think. I think it might have been. Is phase four becoming more clear, which we kind of just touched on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yep. no, <laughs> I think not really. Because we don't know it's what they're doing yet. We, do, we just don't know what they're going to do with we it. Don't, we don't. We know <clears throat> Kang is coming, but that's about the extent. That, yep. That's all we really know, right? Yeah. So um, question number three, would you rather be, would you, would you rather pick being noble or taking care of business? And this was Shuri's whole thing in, in this movie, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Which she ends up being noble, but like, what is it? And this really rides the whole like morally gray, like mm-hmm. fine line yeah. of like, what do you do? And the nice thing about like real life or not, I guess I shouldn't say nice thing about real life, but like the thing about real life is, they kind of go hand in hand because there's situations mm-hmm. where it's not one or the other. It's a little bit of both yeah. or a little yeah. bit of neither. Think about it. What if no more like it's all hypothetical, obviously, but like what if like no more, like when she was about to kill him does something where he's just going to like for sure kill her. Like she has right, to then yeah. just take care of business. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you yep. have to, otherwise the whole underworld's yeah. going to come after you. What, what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. yep. I, if I had to pick for myself, I think we're always going to pick being noble, right? <laughs> I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if we have to we're picking, I think that <laughs> I, I like, thing. I like to think I would, <laughs> I would choose to be noble. Um, but I like when a character decides to just take care of business, because I think that opens up like conflict in the character. Um, I'm even thinking Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's exactly what the, right. the I was thinking of Anakin and Count Dooku, right? Where it's like Anakin could have chosen that moment to be noble and to let him live, and then it's just kind of like, okay, good mm-hmm. job. Instead, he you know takes his head off, and yeah. then that that like opens the door for Anakin's whole character arc in the in that show. And so I always I always find it really interesting when. Somebody decides real to take passive care of business. torch moment. Because mm-hmm. like yep. Duke would have done the same thing. Yeah. To yeah. Yaddle. He literally did the same thing to Yaddle. Yeah. He didn't have. He could have let her live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, last question coming in today. Which MCU movie soundtrack is the best? This is easy for me. What do, what do you think? Uh, you know, the one that sticks out the most for me is Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yep. that soundtrack was just so good, so so good, and it's it's the one that like I listened it's, to afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, love it. Awesome. This question is actually perfect. Uh, this actually this question came from your wife on one of our social media. Uh-huh. So I was really happy yep. she asked this question. <laughs> totally unplanned, but it's funny how she asked that because I went to a brewery before I went to see Black Panther, and they were doing uh-huh. um this thing called um Singo. So it's like they play music and you play bingo with it. Uh-huh. Um, and they just play like 30 seconds of a song, and like half the songs they played were from that soundtrack. And so I was like, oh, that's fun. It was yesterday, I think. I like to throw music on right before I hop in the shower or whatever, just mm-hmm. kind of have some some music on. And I was like, I'm gonna listen to the Guardian soundtrack, and I threw that on yesterday. And it's just so funny she ended up asking that because I yeah, that is my answer as well, is it's the Guardian soundtrack. It is perfect soundtrack. Throw that bad boy on, and you are you're smooth sailing. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna dance, you're gonna jam, you're gonna sing, you might cry, you know, you're it's everything. I did really like the soundtrack in this in this movie though, too. I thought it was really good. This one's good. The original Black Panther soundtrack is Fire, the whole Kendrick it's Lamar so album. Yeah. Rihanna had a great song in this one, which was sad AF, oh, but it's fine. Yep. 
and because I think it was her first song in like a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So That's what I've heard. It too, was phenomenal, it? though. It's funny, too, because um, I do think that first Guardian soundtrack really opened up the the door for like these big movies to be like, oh, we can just use regular songs and make them work. Uh-huh. Or yep. when they belong, like Thor three did it, or I mean, yeah, Thor three did it, Ragnarok. So Thor four followed up with an amazing oh, soundtrack. Oh, the Love as well. and Thunder soundtrack. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, he oh, changed your answer. answer. <laughs> I already forgot. It's just all Guns and Roses songs that I've loved for fifteen years, and it's like, how do I not pick that one? You know, <laughs> my Halloween costume was Ravager Thor. Oh, uh, so with great! The vest and everything, and so I did it three times that night i think every time i would show up to like pick a friend up or go into the party i would turn on that song on the phone and put it in my pocket <laughs> I, I would turn on sweet child of mine oh <laughs> and then gosh. just do my thing that song's immediately better like not that it was bad before but it's even better now that is a good so soundtrack. Funny. i think it's second i think it's second though. i thought okay. guardians i'm going i'm going with that one if you're watching youtube guys make sure to subscribe listen to the podcast make sure to like and and I guess subscribe. I don't know how these podcast platforms, they're all different now, but leave a review wherever you're at. We love mm-hmm. it. Five stars yep. are great. Six stars if possible. It's not, but try oh, yeah. it anyway. Let us know what you thought of black Panther. Um, Wakanda forever. How do you feel about it? Do you like it? Do you love it? Where are you rating it? One to 10. We'll be back next week with another episode of the carbonite crew topic TBD. Cause you're going to have to tune in to find out. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, a little surprise it's like a little present <laughs> getting close to christmas stuff. we're just gonna talk we're just gonna watching. complain about fantasy football yes we'll do that that, that's a, that should be a bonus episode so if you have <laughs> you know you just need to complain about your fantasy football team join us thanks for watching thanks for listening we will see you guys next week and until next time may the force be with you see you guys lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details